This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. It is your Tuesday, Laurie and Julia show here on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Thank you so much for joining us. Still a lot of things to talk about. So uh, let's go to Hollywood, I guess. Go to Hollywood. Let's go go to the other studio. Let's go to. (laughs) Well, you're going to Hollywood in a way. Oh, are we? We're always going to Hollywood in our minds. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Donna Butterworth, a charming child actress and singer who starred with Elvis Presley in Paradise Hawaiian Style and with Jerry Lewis in The Family Jewels, has passed away at the age of 62. Oh. And what a name, Donna Butterworth. Donna yeah. Butterworth. She, in, in Paradise Hawaiian Style, she was 10. She sang three songs, Dayton, Bill Bailey, Won't You Please Come Home, and Queen Wahini's Papaya. And that is a duet with <laughs> Elvis. It gets faster and faster. If you see that, you'll remember the little girl. Yeah. And um, the last thing she was ever in was Walt Disney's yeah. Wonderful World of Color in 1967. Yeah, she was just a just child, a child actor. Mm-hmm. She did yeah. not continue it. But you will, rec- you will recognize her. I know my mom's listening today, and she loves all the Elvis Hawaii ones. Oh, gosh, that's so... She's cute. She is cute. Yeah, she's so cute. She is. Oh, Donna. Well, she lived a good long life. 62? Oh, I thought, oh, I was thinking. Yeah, I'm going to remember that. that. Yeah, that's it. That's not. That is nothing. That is nothing, Julia. That is absolutely nothing. Um. Okay, so uh, Donnie. Oh, here she is. What? Yeah, here we go. You know how you always had to sing with a kid. There's Elvis. Mm-hmm. All right, there we go. Oh, and then just gets faster. Yeah, it gets faster and faster. That's just so funny. That's so (laughs) funny. It was a formula. Yeah, there was a formula. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. Nicholas Cage got a job, Joy. I know you were very worried about him. I have been because he has been trying to, you know, he needs the money. Yeah, well, he's going to be in a movie called Running with the Devil. This guy, Jason Cabell, a former active combat Navy SEAL, wrote and directing the movie. It's starting production. Lawrence Fishburne, who, you know, Wait, how yeah. much he likes me. Hates. And Because uh, you called him. Uh, what did you call him again? Oh, yeah. Samuel Jackson? Yes. No, 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 no the other one. Uh, I always think he's Link. Yep. Oh, from Mod Squad. From Mod Clarence Squad. Williams the Third. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! But then you just kept talking to him. Oh, I know. And he's just. Do you mind if I go to my table? <laughs> oh, you just kept going because you were so embarrassed because so you were trying to make everything okay, and yeah. then you just kept I just talking. Kept talking. It was so talking. uncomfortable, and I it remember it was so great. <laughs> it was so great, <laughs> great. to watch oh, you times. have such an uncomfortable oh, moment because it's usually me. Uh, anyway, this guy, this Navy SEAL, worked with the DEA in Colombia. Okay. Served in more than 100 countries, and 
He wants to tell the story of a cocaine shipment that travels through Mexico, through the U.S. to Canada. When the shipment is compromised, he orders his most trusted guy and another master drug trafficker, you know, to do the audit. So, all right. So, anyway, so okay. Nicholas Cage. He hasn't had, I mean, it's been long a time. Long, long time for time. him. He was in a movie recently called Mom and Dad. Yes. Did you hear about this movie? Well, no. we talked about it on oh, our show we? and we posted Where all the All the thing. parents go berserk yeah. and they're running around killing their kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sounded horrible. Yeah. It Absolutely did. horrible. It did. Uh, if you want to see how Alicia Vikander looked, Donnie posted a photo Amazing. of her stepping out at uh, the LA premiere. I really like this dress. I like her darker hair, the lip. It's so good. She really looks good. Anyway, I don't know. I don't know if there's going to be a big demand for Lara Croft Tomb Raider. Actually, I really liked. I liked those movies. I liked it when Angelina Jolie was in it. But when's the last time any kids played that video game? How far back is it? Well, Lori. I never even knew it was a video game. Oh, so yeah, that was a video game. That was Big the time. whole reason why they made it. Had no idea. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know about that. I right. don't know what video games the kids have moved on to. If Lara Croft, but she looks amazing. Mad- Madden. But her husband, <laughs> Kim Madden. Michael mm-hmm. Fassbender, he's lost his heart. What? He's really? lost his heart. You think so, Lori? Yeah. What did you just see him in? Did you see him with her? On a red carpet. You think so? Oh my gosh. Yeah, and here she is 28. And he's 45. He's he's lucky. Let's just call it that. Don't you think he knows it? Yeah, that's wow, that's almost 20 Mm -hmm. years. Mm -hmm. That's almost 20 years. Yeah, okay, so A Quiet Place is John Krasinski, you know, his directorial debut it, deb- it debuted at south by southwest mm-hmm. stephanie it's, march and i talked about that and we've decided the zeitgeist of south by southwest has it's done it's done it's it so seems done. very corporate yep very corporate Lori, but it's so done they're showing movies there now and uh so he and emily blunt are in it and they're trying to survive in the u.s Post-apocalyptic, something bad has happened. Okay. Oh, it was attacked by blind monsters who hear everything and seem to eat even more, thus the name A Quiet Place. So they live together in a house and they have to be quiet. The couple have two children, one of whom is deaf. And as they attempt to lead a soundless existence, communicating only through sign language and the odd read many worried looks, there's... uh, a lot of telling kids to be quiet, and then because the audience isn't rooting for them enough, they find out they're really up, you know what, creek, and expecting another child. And of course, what does a baby do but Cry. be noisy? Mm. Okay, think this, of the silent childbirth. Okay, because oh okay, so now you love the scary movies. I love it. The big, the Get Out yesterday was. I mean, last year was the big hit. So I great. saw it, and it was good. It was. It good. was so scary though, psychological. And so this uh-huh. one got a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes from this. Viewing at South by Southwest. Rolling Stones uh, movie critic said, you'll love the movie if your idea of fun includes hyperventilating, biting your nails, and potentially soiling yourself. Okay, this sounds, <laughs> ab- <I'm in>. this <laughs> sounds absolutely horrible oh, to me. Great. Oh, no. Oh, gosh. When does it come out? A couple weeks? Yeah, uh, it is, yeah. I'll double check. Do double check. Okay. It is soon. Um, okay, so Deadline broke this story that Quentin Tarantino has asked Margot Robbie to play Sharon 
Tate in his movie Once Upon uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is about Sharon Tate's next door neighbor, who's like a broken down stunt guy and? played by Br- Brad Pitt, and then the other guy who's uh, the a movie the star. real movie star Leonardo DiCaprio, yeah. and she's they they play her neighbor, so Margot will be. Um, Sharon Tate. Yeah, this they, is, they look alike and they, they have do. the they same age. They kind of do look alike, yeah. They have the same age. And uh, he keeps telling people that it is really the story of hippie Hollywood. That's what, in the late in 60s. In 1969 yeah. than it is about Sharon Tate. So, Well, what a con- how convenient yeah. that they live next door to where the biggest thing went down in 1969. Right, that's very how true. How convenient for uh, them. Johnny Depp's lawyers, uh, you know. What is going on with him? All right, has anything happened since I was gone? No, you know, right. he's in this ongoing court battle with his former business managers. He fired them two years ago after his forensic accounting team discovered financial misconduct and right. Johnny's and, and accused Johnny's manager of negligence and fraud. They didn't pay his taxes on time. Right. And there, so they've been going back and forth with legal things. And one of the things that came out recently, recently okay. last week, uh, Johnny Depp's lawyer on behalf of Johnny Depp uh, describes TMG's behavior over, um, Everything is that they sullenly act like poor sports, seemingly angry at the forensic team that succeeded where they failed. Who's acting like poor sports? This uh, guy named uh, uh, Edward White, who's a trustee. This is rich people problems. I'm I'm telling you. He's filed a twenty Depp fired uh, off a twenty five million dollar lawsuit, and um, he wants a judge uh, to shut down subpoenas over a bank loan that he secured. That they're trying to get business records that privately have to do with Johnny Depp and his new trustee who's helping him, and nothing to do with them. Okay, they're trying to figure out okay. what he's doing now with his money. Okay. Hmm. And Team G says, hey, he's probably lying for you. So that's why they're doing it. Exactly. And his lawyer said, you're acting like poor sports, which seems like really light legal language. I, I, I would <laughs> say, right. I would say in the Hollywood vampires just today announced that they're going to reunite. Um, this is Johnny Depp's band. Yeah. Reunites uh, shock rocker Alice Cooper, Aerosmith guitar player Joe Perry, and one of the world's biggest film stars, Johnny Depp, will return to the Sands Bethlehem Event Center. Um, they're also going to have, a, they have a second album in the works. They're going to perform on May 21st, wherever that event center is. Sounds like it's on the East Coast. It does. Um, let's his, his Sauvage Dior ads are rerunning. Oh, again. are they? Oh, yeah. So he's making Sauvage some money instead of Savage? Yeah, Sauvage. <laughs> Sauvage. She's in his Thunderbird, <gasps> racing around in the desert, oh. standing over scorpions and just saying Oh, the hell are He's you? also in Beasts of the um, Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did you say the Sands Bethlehem? Yes, yeah. center. That's in Pennsylvania, in yeah. Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Oh, dear. Right, there you go. That seems like an odd place for yeah, the vampires to be playing. But uh-huh. Whatever. Okay. All right, and uh, we got to go because it's time for Elizabeth and the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. 
Elizabeth. Well, hi, girls. How hi. are you? Everything is yes. good. How are you doing? All good in my hood. Good. Um, not so good on the set of The Crown. Here's an interesting little story that's making the rounds today. Claire Foy paid less than Matt Smith in The Crown. This just, this kind of blows me away. So I how mean, did this even come out? So it was a panel discussion about the series and one of the Crown's producers, her name is Suzanne Mackey, she admitted that Matt Smith was paid a higher salary for his role as Prince Philip than Claire Foy was played for her role as Queen Elizabeth. Why does this surprise anybody? It doesn't, uh, I know. Why does it surprise anybody? Well, mm-hmm. they're saying the reasoning at the time was boiled down to prominence. Matt Smith was an international figure due okay. to his he leading work on Doctor Who. Oh, okay. They're That's saying so Claire he- Foy was relatively unknown to viewers outside the constraints of the UK. Or the other way to Hollywood speak that, well, this guy has a penis and you, my lady, don't have don't. one. So I know. we're going to pay the man with the wiener more money. Is that all right with you? Okay, sure. It's not all right with the rest of us. I know, but we just learned last week, Elizabeth, we're not going to get equal pay parity to like 2059. I know. I won't be working then. No, I know. It's just, it's just another, like, it's just so classic. I'm telling you, the Hollywood people need to start talking about their money. No, I think everyone needs to start start talking about it. More sharing. But I'm going to say this. Okay. If he, we didn't, know who either of them were okay no, and if he had a bright, bigger brighter star and that helped initially i get him being paid more the first year the second year i it's don't her. no it's her. i know you're totally but I right get it from the upfront i mean you yeah. get you get people with names they should get paid more because they help bring more eyes to the event well you know, they whatever say it is. going forward this is what this producer says suzanne Mackey. going forward no one gets paid more than the queen now that doesn't really help claire foy because they're signifying that olivia coleman will be getting the pay- biggest payday when she Season three begins filming. And now, again, she's a known, you know, person. Yeah. Claire Foy was reportedly paid $40,000 per episode. But again, you're right. I mean, the, the conversation here, this kind of pay disparity is coming when women are just over it of yes. getting paid less. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's challenging because you could make that argument no matter what. You could make the argument the other way around. If it was if you were making the argument for her making more money, you would say, well, we don't care that he is maybe more well known. She's playing the main role. She should get more money. Right. But yes. it's not initially. Initially, I think it's it's where your star power is. I'm sorry. I forgot he was on. who. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's where your star power is initially. Yeah, it's true. And it's negotiating. I, you know, I know. But how do you explain Michelle Williams and I mean you know you there's don't. Story, that, that one, one no with, I agree with, with that yeah, one okay. no, no that's it's a, I think different. it's just a bigger trend and I think it's coming both Look Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating all the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and what do I even say other than hey <sighs> Well that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
ways we're being more transparent and then women as women what do we have to do when we're in negotiations for anything we can't take the first offer we have to ask for more yeah. and ask for more and go in and ask for a race I mean I'm doing that I gotta go <laughs> <laughs> you go yeah. uh, okay in other news Linda Carter Coming forward with her own hashtag Me Too story. Wonder um, Woman? Wonder Woman. The original Wonder Woman. So she did an interview with the Daily Beast. And here's what she said. She said she too has been the victim of sexual abuse. But what she won't say is who her abuser was. Now people are trying to figure out who it was because she gave us some clues. All right. She started with one fact. She said... The man who who abused her is currently facing consequences and had violated a lot of people. She said, and I quote, he's already being done in. There's no advantage in piling on again. Then she added, and I believe every woman in the Bill Cosby case. Oh, so maybe yeah. was it Bill so Cosby? So then people were wondering, it, why would she specifically mention Bill Cosby? And so they started to kind of dig in. The first season of Wonder Woman appeared on ABC from 75 to 76. In 76, Linda Carter appeared with Cosby on Cause, which was uh, a short-lived answer to Saturday Night Live. Right. Okay. The next season, Wonder Woman moved to CBS. So nobody knows if that's who he's talking about. Uh, She was asked, what is her abuser facing now? Yeah. And she says, well, whatever it is, it isn't enough. Oh, and here's something else she said in an interview with the Daily Beast, which I think is what you're talking about. She experienced misconduct on Wonder Woman, which is in the 70s. There was a cameraman who drilled a hole in her dressing room wall. Yeah. Yeah. But I and mean, he got he and she said that he got caught and drummed out of the business. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, as far as this man, we don't exactly know. And then her rep was asked about it and her rep said she doesn't want to name this person. Do you think it's Bill Cosby? I don't know. I, I mean, maybe. That, that feels like that, that could feels, be the yep, clue. Yep, you know, yeah. that she would just randomly throw that out mm-hmm. there and it would be too early for Harvey Weinstein. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. what I was thinking too. Okay. Very early. So there we go. Another another story. Gigi Hadid and Zayn Malik broke up. We're, we are we're two, devastated. After more than two, two years. beautiful people are available for new romances. I mean, it is like they, when I look at pictures of them, I sometimes feel like it's the wax figurine at Madame Tussauds museum of them but that's just how they look like perfectly dewy and perfectly styled at any given moment 22 and 25 is dewy here it is (laughs) those are your dewy years i know you're so right uh zane malik tweeted Gigi and i had an incredibly meaningful loving and fun relationship and i have a huge amount of respect and adoration for Gigi as a woman and a friend she has such an incredible soul and he's grateful for the privacy Okay. Yeah. Gigi said, went on and said, uh, breakup statements often seem impersonal because there is really no way to put into words what two people experience together over a few years, not only in the relationship, but life in general. She said she's grateful for the love and the time and the life lessons that Z and I shared. And she said, as for the future, whatever's meant to be will always be. Oh, you know that that's how they broke up. We're going to just break up and see if we come back together. That's how we're going to do it. that's how you do it in your early 20s. Yeah. Yep. You can't really bear to know it's forever. No, you can't. And you just kind of feel like the if energy not, is out what's there. That, if it's, Leave the lifeline out no, there. What is this, what's this line? You love something, set, set it free, free if it, it comes, comes back, back to you. It's meant to be. Yeah, it's so seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that is. That mm-hmm. seems like it'd be on a screen printed t-shirt. It was. Uh, Madonna <laughs> is going... Uh, to direct the ballerina biopic Taking Flight. So there you go. She's going to direct this upcoming film. It is a biographical drama based on the life of a ballerina from Sierra Leone named Michaela de Prince. So you can look forward to that. 
She says that this uh, journey resonated with her deeply, both as an artist and an activist. So we'll see how she does with that. This HBO executive is apologizing for a big little lies rape comment. You know, guys, here's the he thing. He said that the second... Did you guys already talk no, about this? No, I don't know. The, the, the second season of Big Little Lies. It, 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 so she said, it's a female, and she said, from a budget standpoint, going into season two of Big Little Lies without any options in place, we've been um, sort of raped. I we all, We've talked about this before with you, Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. We cannot stand when people use the word mm-hmm. rape as a way of describing something that's happened to them. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. No, it's such a, like, don't you have better adjectives? It's like someone who only exclusively swears to have an adjective yep. in their language. It's just so... It's just laziness. It's lazy, and it is horrible to anyone who really and truly has had that act committed yeah, on well, And then, particularly when you're talking a project that horrifically depicts about sexual that. violence. Yes. Right. right. And the husband raping her. Oh, I know. Yeah. So anyway, she Get apologized. There Get you go. Word. Little lesson and reminder to us all. Thanks, all right. guys. Thank you. Elizabeth, thank you so much. Uh, we got Kenny with the traffic and we come back. This uh, We've got one study of da- and one study that might terrify you. All right, let's go down to Shakopee. This uh, My Talk Traffic is sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. And a crash southbound 169 at Canterbury Road means... hanging out with us on this Tuesday. Pretty productive today. Our favorite headline today is Chris Hemsworth is now rocking a beautiful horseshoe mustache. He's shaved off the beard. Mustache. Oh yeah, it's just long. He, he grows hair. Like he's, a Fu Manchu oh, wow, and he took off the beard and yeah, it's gotta he's be. He's a man who can grow hair. Oh my yeah. gosh, can yeah, he ever? He, it's he's just hot. delightful. He totally is hot. Um, he's trying to find the look for, uh, bad times at the El Royale written and directed by Drew Goddard. So he's one of my favorite people. The script blew my mind. And so, yeah, he had a full beard and he left the big Oh, horseshoe drop mustache. Hot. Yeah. He looks hot. Yeah. He, he's, he really does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Done. Yes. What do we know? Uh, an author who was interviewed on this radio program, Annie Barrows, her book, The uh, Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel Pie Society, is going to Netflix. They will make that into a movie, and it will star Lily James and Game of Thrones hunky guy Michael Huseman. Oh. And this was the, it was it was in 2008, and yep. it was... Um, we love this book. I know about Guernsey Island. It um, made us want to go to Guernsey Island off of, uh, it's a British island. Yes. It's actually closer to France than is it, it is. Is it close? Yeah. It's yeah. closer to France to than it is to, yeah, Great Britain, yeah. This yeah. was a good, and it was written in a series of letters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Oh, it was good. It was good. It was good, and I can see Lily James being in it, and yes, that Michael Huisman is... He Which was, one does he play? He's the one that played Connie Britton in Nashville, the hot songwriter oh. who helped oh. her with the dark oh, hair. Oh, he's beautiful. And then he yes. also played... Um, 
I'm he, looking him up right now. He's yeah, beautiful. Yeah, on Game of Thrones. But he's Laura, real, real right. beautiful. Real beautiful. So we like that. She gets, uh, yeah, that'll be good. We like that, Donnie. Everything about that story is good. It's everything yeah. about <laughs> We don't know everything. when we're going to see it. Oh, we will, too, watch that movie on Netflix. No, we will. I don't know when we'll see it. Yeah, but that's yeah. good. That's, that's good. Meghan Markle and Kate, uh, Meghan Markle, Kate, and the princes attended the Commonwealth Day church service. Yes, Harry had a navy blue suit oh. on. She had a, a white beret and a beautiful coat, and um, um, and it and Kate had a good hat on as well. Yes, and they, they both carried little nosegays, and they were just the dutiful Cambridges leading their men into Westminster. Okay, let me just tell you something. The Guernsey Literary and Potato pie, Peel Pie Society. Yeah, that's a mouthful of a title. I know. It it's already done. It's already oh, been it's completed. Already oh. Drama, history, romance, April 20th. It, it's uh, going to be done completed. Um, it looks absolutely delightful. Glenn, Glenn Powell, you know, our guy from the Sega Awards is going to be from in it. Hidden Figures. Yes. When are we going to see this, this then? Well, it's completed filming. Yeah, so. all right. So that's good. Yep. All right. Kenzo's spokesperson to Taylor Swift. Listen, Tay, I feel you. It's hard to stay fresh. I know. And Kenzo, this was their, um, they were saying that she copied. It was like a long form, like little small movie. You know how sometimes you'll see these little fashion movies for yes. perfumes? And yes. Spike Jones, who's a movie maker, he did this one. And it's this actress from The Leftovers. And it really is, when you look at the two videos, Taylor Swift, I mean, it was... It's like she copied that video. It's an homage. Or whoever her, produ- yeah. right. whoever yeah. her choreographer is, he certainly... Um, anyway, and some people... maybe this in the past. Well, some people online are saying that Taylor has been stealing lyrics and video Woo! ideas from other artists for years. Woo! And someone else says all artists steal and borrow all of them. There's nothing that's completely new. Because it's hard because you live stuff and everything makes an impression on you. Yeah. I mean, Michael Jackson, Smooth Criminal is almost right. verbatim. Fosse, Single Ladies is based on a Fosse number. Uh, but people said it's a bad video all the way around. It's it's, it's odd. And she's a terrible dancer. Video. Oh, but you can't say that loud because people, all of her fans, think she's a great dancer. Oh, I think in this video she kind of makes. I, I think she's making fun of, fun her, of the herself. Fact that she that knows she can't she's dance. not a dancer. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, anyway. When does that damn concert series for her start off kick off? I don't know. Yeah. Soon. Okay. Mm-hmm. Soon. Matt, uh, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck's production company will do inclusion writers now. So okay. tell us again what that is. Okay. It you have an opportunity to put it in your writer that fifty percent of the people hired to work on a film or a movie are going to be um, people different than the average white male is basically what I'm thinking it is. Can be women, can be people of color, can be different things, but it's 50% of the staff has to be... Right, and not just actors. It could be all the behind. No, yeah. It is. It's, it's above a, the line and below yep. the line right. people that right. there's 50-50. Uh, what is uh, basically... It's... The film needs to hire 50, 50 men and women or more diverse casting choices need to be made. And it's everybody above the line and below the line. All right. Good. Tom Brady on a possible retirement. I have a wife that aspires to a lot of things. Okay. So he was on with Stephen Colbert last night and he he drank a beer and ate a strawberry, a nightshade. Yeah. 
How about how bad he looks with a buzzed haircut? Yeah, he looks better looking with hair. He's another man who can grow hair. Keep the hair. Keep the hair. Yeah, it, when keep you can grow hair, hair why keep not the have hair. it? I don't know. I didn't because understand they, they it. Always, it doesn't matter for these men who can grow their hair at a certain age because... He really didn't look handsome at all. He almost looked like... Like that. <laughs> yes, like but he goofy. he really can drink a beer, man. He pounded Colbert, but that well, is I a, think his wife and I would be the same. He looks incredibly childlike. Fug. I know, but Ooh. let me just say okay. answer what Giselle right. Bunchen's thought process okay, would be here. Me. You've already won five Super Bowls. You are you are amazing. You are so talented. But by the way, in football, there's this thing called concussions. Right. And it is not healthy. If you get hit, you could get a knee. I mean, let's just go out don't on the top. Let's groom, go out on the top. Don't they want to groom a younger quarterback? I mean, he's... They, I'm sure they are, Lori. But, but no one that's playing. But why would you play anyone when you have the best? Well, it has why not, should she put everything on hold till he's 45 years old? Well, what oh, I'm saying is if I was her, I would say, honey, let's count our blessings. This is a dangerous game. Let's go out on top. And then she. But when you're competitive like him, yeah, I think it'd be really yeah. hard to say I'm going to give up my. He this is my passion. This is what I love. He should have retired the year before when he was 39 he and had the ring. But he doesn't want to. But he's going to have to, and he might not be able to go out on top. So if he wants to write his own fairy tale ending, he should have listened to me at the advice I didn't give him last year. Why didn't you? Lori. Could have called him. But I, I can understand where she's coming from is all uh, I'm saying. Yes, Absolutely. Of Who do you think talked him into giving that haircut? She's punishing him in all <laughs> kinds of little ways. <laughs> Get this oh chair my right gosh, now. You're right. so funny, Lori. Who's uh, punishing him? <laughs> all right, we'll be back tomorrow. Have a good night. Job done. Off you go. All right, Julia, here, I'm okay. going to give you the one really, truly study of duh. Like, okay. This is going to come as no surprise to anybody out there, at least for, for, certainly anyone who's ever been in any kind of a relationship. A scientist did a study. They looked at 15,000 people over 10 years, and they found that falling in love makes you fat. Makes you gain weight. <laughs> yes. Like we couldn't have told <laughs> them that already. Being in a settled relationship does increase the likelihood of weight gain. This says 10 years worth of data from 15,000 people. Wow. And yeah. And I say it all comes down to no longer needing to impress anybody. Exactly. Else. That's. Bingo. Mm -hmm. Couldn't agree more. Fact of that. When couples don't need, and of course the study author said, when couples don't need to look attractive and slim to attract a partner, they feel comfortable in eating more. Eating more foods high in fat. When they have children, they tend to eat the children's leftovers or snacks. (laughs) Right. And cozy evenings spent binge watching and snacking. Adds to it. And then you're like, I'm fat and you're fat too, so we're fine. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So anyway, duh. That's that what is we say. that is one, but that they continue to study it. I mean, that's a lot they of did. people. Fifteen thousand people. That mm-hmm. is a lot of people. Yeah, and they found couples way more than singles, even individually. Even, okay. Yeah. Like 
the, a single person who's your counterpart, who's your age, who's married. Versus a married person. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the single person okay. will weigh less. They keep there. doing the same study hoping for a different result. I know, I know and it doesn't know, happen. It doesn't nope. Now, Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I do love that the Smarty Pants over at MIT uh, did, did this. So okay. researchers at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology mm-hmm. looked at more than 126,000 stories that were tweeted millions of times between 2006 and the end of 2016. So before Donald took office, but during the combative presidential campaign. And they found that fake news sped through Twitter farther, faster, deeper, and more broadly than the truth in all categories of information. And the study was published in the Journal of Science on last week. No matter how you slice it, falsity wins out. Twitter funded the study, but it had no say in the outcome. Sure. They calculated that uh, a fake, false information travels on Twitter yep. six times faster than the truth. Is that just because it's more and interesting? And it reaches far more people, and you can't blame bots. It's us. Because we like the most salacious headlines or something, and then you retweet it? Well, the scientists calculated that the average false story takes about 10 hours to reach 1,500 Twitter users. Okay. Versus it takes uh, about 60 hours for the truth. And on average, false information reaches 35% more people than facts. True news. And while true news stories seldom got retweeted, to 1,000 people, the top 1% of fake stories got to as many as 100,000 people. I believe this it. is I totally, depressing. No, it but is. I totally believe it. And then yesterday I saw something on the news that they actually, there's technology out there that they can take an image of you and they can have you say something that is completely against what you believe. Yeah. And it would go out and no one could tell, could, no one would ever be able to tell if it wasn't you. So yeah, it's unbelievable. It's really unbelievable Scary. what can happen. False information reached as many as 24 generations because they wanted to look at how it passes on in a family. Right. While true information maxes out at a dozen. And, um, and of course, concern over all the bogus fake stories have escalated yep. because of the evidence about how the Russians spread disinformation on social media during the presidential campaign. And they did it after, again with Parkland. Yep, yep. Um, and social media companies are trying to figure out how to between stop computer algorithms and human fact checkers to try and weed it out. And um, the MIT... Uh, Story study took these 126,000 stories and they checked them against six fact-checking sites. Okay. Snopes.com, PolitiFact, FactCheck.org, TruthOrFiction.com, Hoaxlayer, and Urban Legends to classify them as true, false, or mixed. Yep. 
and nearly two-thirds of the stories were false. Okay, now here's my next comment. Okay, of these false stories, is it because, I mean, I could say the sky is blue and that could be false, it's cloudy today, versus is it just because whatever the fake fact is, is more compelling? It's always got elements of something that's um, salacious yeah, yeah like here we go yeah. the three false stories that that traveled the the uh farthest and the fastest okay. were these about a muslim guard who was called a hero in the paris bataclan bombings of right. 2015 okay. that wasn't a true story okay i believe i retweeted that story I contributed. Okay. An Iraq war veteran finishing as runner-up to Caitlin Caitlin Jenner for an ESPN Courage Award and an episode of The Simpsons that had a storyline in 2000 about a Trump presidency. It was a storyline in 2015. Those were the three fake stories that got the most traction. Hmm. Um, Now, isn't that interesting? She said it would be better to call it viral deception or VD, similar to a venereal disease. (laughs) I love that she says that. Yeah, that's the author of the lead study. She said these are like STDs of the online world. And I know that episode of The Simpsons in 2000s, I there was t- not no, a but story I believe line. that. Yes, I believe that when I heard that, and you believe the Bataclan on the Iraq War veteran when I don't have any about the Muslim guard, yeah. and that story really took traction and unbelievable all around, and it wasn't true at all. So you it you cannot it, the, I well, mean, the bots tweeted false information at a higher rate than humans. It wasn't that much of a difference, and even without bots. The lies and the fake stories spread faster and further. So always kind of an emotional yes. connection. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I was just going to say, it's got to have something. Also, like in the top 10 were like the Pope. Um, it, with the breastfeeding? Anti-Hillary. Oh, okay. That he wasn't for Hillary. There were other, you know, mm-hmm. stories. But yeah, fake, false stories travel faster than the truth on Twitter. That is depressing. It's very depressing. Very because depressing. Because anybody can put anything out there. That's right. Okay, now let's get back to the study of We're duh. sorry. We're I, sorry. We're telling you that. So falling in love makes you fat. False stories travel much faster than truth. Now we know that. And moving back in with your parents basically ruins their lives. That is from... <laughs> At what age? The London I School totally believe this. of Economics did a study that when, pe- when kids move back home, it causes a significant drop in the quality of their parents' life and well-being. In fact, the negative effect is just as strong as if they had developed, quote, an age-related disability. It's as hard on them as dementia or a broken hip. Why? Because you were supposed to be entering your next phase of adulthood. Not coming back and ruining ours. Yes. That's right, Julia. Oh, I totally believe this. I do too. Yeah. And and it doesn't say anything about what age, but like, let's just say whenever you move back home after being out on your own. It's 20s. 20s, yeah. That's what I, I would thinking. say 20s. Yeah. It, because, uh, first of all, you're entitled because you already were out on your own and then you move back in with your parents. But maybe you were out on your own on the parents' uh, tether. They were right. paying for everything. And then now they realize, oh, we forgot we paid for everything and now they don't know how to pay for anything and now they're back home. That's why you got to cut the cord as soon as possible. God, this is such great parenting Get advice out. from the non, the, from the mom. Listen, mm-hmm. I'm just saying, Which? that's you and I were cut from the parental cord. Oh. What what cord? Yeah, exactly. What did, what did I get and cut from? And look at from? how we turned out. We well. never moved home. <laughs> I did. 
after you moved, moved out? I moved home. Well, because I was all, I lived on the West Coast forever. And so I moved back in and I lived with my dad for a short period of time. See, little amount of time. Yeah. Nothing long term. Yeah. No. In a basement. It was in the basement. Yeah, of course. And I couldn't figure out how to get out of there quick enough. <laughs> all right. <laughs> no, because that's just, I mean, a temporary thing is different than just, oh. Yeah. Just don't, that scares me. I know. All right. Yeah, <laughs> I hope it doesn't happen to you, Drea. I, I don't really think it will. Do. Okay, good. There, I think I've seen a billboard around, and to paraphrase it, it may have said in-laws, but it could have said parents. Your parents are not a retirement plan. Yeah, I well, know. But they, I know. They, yeah. I know. Listen, spend it all, people. Yeah. Spend it all. That's what Robert I Ullman told you. I wish my parents would have been a retirement plan. Giggle and give it and spend it all. <laughs> there you go. All right, listen, when we come back, we get our favorite headlines of the day. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes. I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive result should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0.00. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. Did you know Nissan EVs have traveled 8 billion miles? Just a quick trip to Pluto and back. And what did we learn along the way? Well, that an EV can take on the world, like the Nissan LEAF. It can move racing forward. And take your breath away, like the all-new Nissan Aria. We learned to make EVs that electrify. 8 billion miles driven by LEAF owners globally since 2010. Aria not yet available for purchase. Expected availability late fall. Subject to change.